Okay, first of all, I didn't know... I didn't know Top Gun Mavericks, the trailer dropped. It dropped, like, a couple hours ago. Right, so let's first start off with, like, how did... Tell me the first time you saw Top Gun, the mm-hmm. original Top Gun. Let's see, I want, I want to know your story with Top Gun. I, so... It was like my story with Star Wars, where I knew all about Star Wars before watching it. Really? Like, I knew, spoilers, Vader is Luke's father and stuff like that, but, like, watching it for the first time. And I'd seen scenes from it, and I've seen toys, and I've already seen, like, references to it and other pop culture that I knew were Star Wars references, and then I watched it. So it was, like, not the most pure starting experience, and I had the same thing with Top Gun. Like, I feel the need, the need for speed, and I've seen the scene where they're, like plane in the bar uh great balls of fire and racing the plane on the motorcycle yeah and like i like i was older too when i saw top gun like how old how old teenager okay late teens okay uh and i had already like seen the topless beach volleyball scene made fun of a bunch of and stuff so but that movie is real fun it's real fun that is a adrenaline-packed quintessential (laughs) 80s movie it's so good so let me tell you my experience with it also danger zone i was uh in single digits okay not knowing anything yeah and i saw the cover yeah i saw like the plane i remember and i just i was just what's this and my babysitter at the time she said oh it's top gun here we can watch it. it's a good movie so she put it in, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, <laughs> she put it in <laughs> the start of just the start. Yeah, just I mean, I just played you the intro song for my hockey pregame playlist, which was the Top Gun theme song, <laughs> the anthem song that so starts. It really off. had an impact. It, this this movie had such an impact, which is so funny because I've never thought of it until I guess now or mm-hmm. just recently when it was a matter of. Uh, oh, you know what it was? I think it was when I found playing with the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beach the volleyball uh music yeah uh by kenny Loggins, and i at the time realized <laughs> the that's what it's called playing yeah, with I the know. boys <laughs> and i realized at the time when i started playing it this was like maybe three years ago mm-hmm. we were working together yeah when i when i was playing it again and i was just so happy i was so elated because i remember thinking whoa i haven't a heard this song or b thought about top gun since maybe 10 or 12 years old yeah and it's and I got flooded with all the joy of seeing it and just, it was such, there's a lot of movies that fit a stereotypical, you know, patriarchal stereotype. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones is one trope. Yep. Top Gun's another trope that fills it in. Yep. Granted, I love Quentin Tarantino's take on Top Gun, which if you haven't heard, I'm going to explain it to you after. Okay. But, which changed my view of Top Gun significantly. But... I thought it was such a fun movie. And at the time, it, I was, what, 8 or 10? It was early 90s. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't, like, that far off from normal for right. me. And, I, I mean, granted, I had to. I had my eyes covered. She covered my eyes during the... Sexy part. The sexy or part. Or the beach volleyball part. No, the sexy part. The sexy part. <laughs> it's too much for your little eyes. Yeah, but it was just... Oh, man. And then Goose and, mm. you know, when he's, he finally snaps out of it. And he punches it back in and he re-engages and, and 
follows and helps out Iceman. Like, holy shit. Like, that whole, that movie was just, as a child, such a fucking, like, type of movie. <laughs> it was a, like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. It was an adrenaline rush. Yeah. It had everything. And it actually, it made me want to be, like, a, a pilot. I yeah. think it made everyone want to be a pilot. And then I realized, oh, I have to be really smart and have perfect vision. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah. That's not happening. <laughs> my, uh, That's not happening. My manager at GameStop. Uh, like his dream job that he was like actually working towards was pilot, but he had glasses and stuff, and you have to have twenty twenty vision. And- the same thing with being a sniper because I, I I wanted to be a sniper, and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. You need to have like perfect yeah. vision in every way, uh, and also be very very smart because you have the calculations. There's so much math. Yeah, yeah, so much math with the with your shot. So I'm dumb and blind, so I'm fucked. So <laughs> so. Anyways, so Chris just came over. Open the door. I am here. <laughs> yeah. And he said, did you see the new Top Gun Maverick trailer? And I said, oh, my God, no, there's a new trailer. And I we just watched it 30 seconds before we started this episode. We watched it, hit stop, hit record. <laughs> so what was your reaction of the trailer? I thought it was great. <laughs> uh, it, the director directed Oblivion and Tron Legacy. So this movie going to look good. Oh, my. It looks amazing. Like, yeah. I mean, you already know it's going to look amazing because of the special effects nowadays. Yeah, exactly. But even then, back then... Looking back on it now, it's just how much do they have to work with the Navy yeah. in the Air Force to get these shots? They they're getting like that shit. They're getting shots from under the wing as missiles get launched. Yeah. <laughs> just just how are they... This movie had to be so expensive. Yeah. And it was so good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so The trailer excited. was so good? Or the, movie, yeah. the original Both, movie was all so good? Yeah. All, it's all so good. It's in... And just, oh. It, so, like, I'm worried. I'm cautiously about, optimistic. About Val Kilmer not being in it? No. Well, Iceman needs to be in it. Yeah, he's not going to be, though. How do you know? Because he can't speak right now. What do you mean? Val Kilmer's not doing good. What's wrong with Val Kilmer? It's got throat something. Ooh. He's A, unrecognizable, kind of, right now. Is like, he that bad? Yeah. What the fuck and, happened? like, you hear his voice and it's very... See, I was hoping he had an Arnold Schwarzenegger workout program going on, and he's back to looking like Val Kilmer. No, it's not like a looks thing. I mean, like, he put on weight, but I think he has, like, throat cancer, I want to say, or something. And, like, it's hard to understand what he's saying. He has a very high-pitched, squeaky, but also, like, voice. So, it's rough. I don't think he's going to be in the movie. Um, It sucks. I like. I don't think he can be in the movie without writing in some way that Iceman is like that now, which I think would be pretty insensitive to Val Kilmer. Unless Val Kilmer wants it. Yeah, like yeah. Iceman is in the hospital, or Iceman has throat cancer now, or something. Yeah, I don't just know. keep it real and just. Yeah, but then, um, it, but then you see Tom Cruise at that age and Val Kilmer at the same age, and that just doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> that just. Have you seen what's her name, Kellyanne Conway, or whatever her. Uh, Oh no, not Kelly and Conway. What's her What's her name? Kelly McGillis, the 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 love interest from Top Gun. Have you seen no. what she looks like right now? No. Versus Tom Cruise, what he looks like right now? I'm assuming not great. It It looks like there's a 30 year difference. Wow. Tom Cruise is aging pretty pretty well, pretty smoothly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a little weird. Um. Those those shots in that trailer, man, like the flying shots. That was my first thought of, oh, my God, this is beautiful. It's going to look so fucking good. I feel like I'm flying right now. We have 4K. Yeah. And we have 2019 special effects. It's going to be an IMAX. I'm sure at least some of those flying shots were an IMAX. Kelly McGillis. Yeah. Okay. So let's pull up Kelly McGillis. Yeah. Kelly McGillis. 
hang on. Uh, everybody at home, everybody driving. Ke- yeah, uh, Kelly McGillis, <laughs> Top Gun. You pull that up. Ooh, yeah. Okay, here we go. We're pulling up Top Gun to see what she looked like in Top Gun. Do you remember what she looked like? Yes. Okay, you ready? So here's Kelly McGillis now. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Now, here's the thing. She doesn't look bad. She looks her age. She looks old, yeah. She looks... I mean, she's a little bit older than expected. Wow. She looks a little bit older than expected, Was right? She like 60 now? I believe so. No, she can't... Uh, she might be. Look up. Wow. Yeah, she's definitely aged. She doesn't look bad. She doesn't look... She looks her age. Yeah. I think this is just more of a show that Tom Cruise is doing something... Scientology. That's providing <laughs> him the power of youth. Yeah. I, I think people, more Praying people... Praying to Xenu. I think more people need to ask what he's doing in less of, oh my God, Kelly McGillis. Although that is a drastic change to that. Oh yeah, this scene in the elevator. Oh my God, that was... <laughs> woo, woo. And I think he just came out of the shower, so he was like glistening wet. <laughs> you almost just said wet, which would have been fine, but you had to change it to glistening well, wet. Well, it's because in the elevator, the light's directly over them. Yeah. And that's how it casts a, like, mm. a shadow over her face when she looks down with the hat, because she's wearing the hat. Look uh, look up her age. Oh, here you go. Oh, They're wow. right next There's to each both other. both of them next to each other. 30 years later. Yeah, wow. Uh, look up her age, please. You want to look up her age? Yeah, you're like that guy in the Joe Rogan podcast now, who does the Googling. Jamie? Yeah. Jamie, Google Kelly McGinnis' age. Pull that up. 62. And Tom Cruise age, please, Jimmy. Jamie. 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 57. Yeah, five-year difference looks like a 30-year difference. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, yeah, wow. That's insane. But again, nothing against Kelly. She doesn't nothing look against bad. aging. She, she, well, she doesn't look bad for yeah. her age. I'm also almost positive Tom Cruise dyes his hair. Oh, he has to. He's 57. He has perfectly dark chestnut brown hair but a lot of it is also the fact that you know what he has not gotten mm. he hasn't gotten fat yeah he's maintained his like fat percentage he's that's why he, all the that's time. why his neck his jaw his yeah. face doesn't really change because he's in shape all the time yeah exactly you know um but yeah i'm sorry you were saying about the about top gun though it just looks it looks great it yeah. looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun oh i am God, cautiously oh optimistic because i'm not a huge fan of this whole Let's make a sequel to a famous old movie. Let's oh, reboot this, this famous old movie. This I am. Yeah, there are there are a lot that have done it really well. Case in point, Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> Let's oh make God. Mad Max 4. Oh, hey, God. guess what? It's the best one. Not only the best one, it blows the other three out of the water. <laughs> it's one of it's, it is the best Mad Max. Yeah, by far. Oh, and yeah. It's also one of the best movies. I think probably oh, it's, it's one ever, of the best action movies ever made. Yeah. So like car like, movies. We're done. We don't need a Mad Max 2. Fury. We don't need Fury Road 2. Yeah. We don't need like Fury I'd Highway. I'd take one because I just want to watch more of that pure adrenaline on screen. I would, but it, it wouldn't have the same value because you're like that value has already been it's already been that used. That mind blow value. It's already been used. Yeah. You know, so you'd be expecting they can't, it. Yeah, they can't blow our minds again like that. They can blow our minds with Top Gun because the technology is better. Yeah. And it's just now they have also the money to get the big names inside of it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just, oh my God. Yeah. It's going to be so fucking good. Yeah. It's just going to be so fucking good. You, you know what blew my mind away? Hmm. When I saw an X-Wing. Yeah. 
in the first awakens because first of all it takes like an hour before you see an x-wing yes and, and then the first shot you see of them doves <laughs> when they're flying over the, uh, water, the water and you see them just go like the the x-wing unfolds yeah, like the, the wings split uh as foils shoot out to just attack the, position the yep. And just it, the way they introduced them was sick. It was just like every because they didn't say they're here. There's X wings. Yeah. All of a sudden, they all just freaked out. Yeah, they just and they heard were just, a noise. Well, what's what's not like the, all the troopers started running and yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. no, 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 no. They're like, what's what's wait, what's going on? And then so, I forgot who said it. Said, oh, they're here, or the resistance. I think that you heard like a a, a radio transmission, like rebel reporting for blah blah blah. Yeah, and then all you right, see the yeah. far like you see the background shot. And yeah, you don't even it's focused on the foregrounds. You see this haze of this mist. There's something happening. And there's little dots because they're so low. <laughs> and then it shows like this this high def side view of them over the water yep. but it's it does that thing that i love where it's a side view of just water panning really quickly and you could slowly see an x-wing yep. <laughs> like going slightly faster than the camera and then it just thing, like they open it up like that's attack mode yeah. where when the s-foils are closed it's speed and yeah. stability and yep. but they just and open then that, up. that's maneuverability and it's, it's yeah reduces top speed but yep in, in, uh, anyways and oh then just the scene <laughs> that follows that is I saw that. Sh- I've never seen that shit. I think, I I think it was definitely IMAX or if not 3D. Mm-hmm. I think it was 3D. Yes, it was 3D. It was 3D because it blew my mind away from the post scene because that shit was like f- right in front of me. And yeah. Just, oh my god. Where he shoots down. I know this number f- for a fact. Eleven <laughs> X or uh, Tie Fighters in one shot, like one panning camera panning shot, shot, not yeah. like one. Like fire shot, right? But, right. So oh. when I saw Endgame oh. and spoilers for Endgame for five seconds, so turn your volume down for five seconds starting now. When Cap picks up the hammer, I freaked out and I clapped so hard that my hands were stinging. Uh, I saw The Force Awakens on launch day when it came out, and I went with the biggest Star Wars fan I've ever met, who I used to work with at GameStop, <clears throat> and a bunch of other huge Star Wars fans from GameStop. Because I think that came out back when I was still working at GameStop. He not only was like smashing his hands together to clap, but he got out of his chair. We were in the front row, like uh, before, like the front front row. Um, he got up out of his chair, like his. He didn't decide to do that. His body did. <laughs> like got out of his chair and was clapping and screaming at the screen. <laughs> When what when when Poe did that? When Poe did that because not he Star Wars is his favorite thing in the world and his favorite part of Star Wars is like Rogue Squadron and like the X-wing pilots. So <laughs> he got that in 2015 or whatever it was. Oh my god, good for he him. He was like like happy crying. He was freaking out. And after the movie, we did that thing where we all hang out in the parking lot for way too long and talk about talk everything about it, we yeah, loved about yeah. it. And he after seeing it once recounted the exact scene shot for shot and said that he shot down 11 things i'm like yeah it was like 11 goes no it was 11 (laughs) and then like next time i saw i counted i was so excited that he was right about the number of uh, i got i got happy tears from the entire falcon scene the when it was we got that thing over there. What? Oh, right. that rusty pile of junk. And it just pans, and it's just the, the <gasps> and the the music kicks in. Yeah, You're like it's the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I, I definitely, I, I immediately just like gripped my chair because I, I was so shocked. Yeah. And then when I ran inside and we were like hitting it to turn it on and stuff. Yeah. Like, Do you know how to fly this thing? Like because kind of I think up until that point, 
it's completely new stuff. It is. It's, it's new characters. It's BB-8. It's a new yeah. planet. Yep. And then welcome back to Star Wars, motherfucker. Yep. And then when you hear it go on, <laughs> yeah, and, and it starts same. picking up, it's the same thing. And I remember that's when I started like getting happy tears. And you see it flying and moving. I still and, I get choked up every time I see that scene. Yep. Because they it, don't even show it when she says that rusty pilot junk. It blows up. The rusty junk will do. And then <laughs> it turns. Yeah. It's so good. And like it's it has so tarps on it and stuff. Yeah. And then when they get into space and they finally walk around and you see the and then they get of course Han and Chewie find it yep. and then when they run it's in like hide, old it's oh, like worn and aged it's, and they turn on the hollow chest and it's the exact it's like a Easter egg obviously but it's the exact moment that it ends in the last movie when Chewie plays hollow chess against R two D two I think it picks up at that moment and like the next move happens <laughs> oh it's so cool oh J J Abrams knows how to knows how to make a nerd south park did that <laughs> whole uh, skit about him yeah member yeah the member berries memory babies it's like what are jj abrams jj please come save us yeah <laughs> only you know how to save old franchises yeah <laughs> oh, uh it yeah we also just watched it chapter two trailer now did you watch it chapter one i did and i loved it i did not I'm not a huge fan of horror movies Neither am and I. I didn't like it particularly like the uh the one from the 90s um, and I didn't read the book, but it was such, it had, it was very Stranger Things vibe. It was in the eighties, it was kids and it was spooky, um, now, but it was genuinely spooky, but not like horrifying. It was more spooky. Now, so would you say Stranger Things is horror or spooky or neither? Cause there's some creepy parts in Stranger Things. Yeah. I'd say it's a th- thriller it's a thriller yeah see so here's the thing i don't do you like a do you like scary movies <sighs> the genre of horror umbrella answer no that i don't in like it's not one of my uh genres interests yeah right. it's okay. not one of my okay. favorite genres same same yeah. i don't i don't really care for it but it's weird because I adore the Alien franchise. Yep, there are quite a few I love. Alien is one of my favorite movies. But I wonder if that's because Alien is so iconic mm-hmm. and it's so good. It's so sci-fi too. It is very sci-fi, but there's it's yeah, it is very sci-fi, but like it's so genre defining. Mm-hmm. It defined sci-fi horror. I yeah, feel. exactly. Yeah, you know, not overall, but I think for modern sci-fi uh, uh horror movies it's pretty much that i think it's like the first big sci-fi horror movie like sci-fi was a relatively well, no, new I'm, concept well, no because I, I feel like like when mars attacks was the bigger yeah, one oh, that's, that's true yeah, if, you, yeah, if yeah. we want to talk about the human this is again we need this is this is slowly becoming a, a timmy podcast where we need timmy here um <laughs> it's basically in modern realm, I would say it's it's the definer. Right? Yeah. Like Dead Space is basically from Alien. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? They made a whole video game franchise out of that yeah. same style. <laughs> so Dead Space could have been called Alien, but like we couldn't get the rights to Alien. So here you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't like horror movies, though. I mm-hmm. hate them. Um, mainly because I think when I was young and I was a teenager, the horror movies that were really coming out were just really gory. It was the Saw franchise. It was just, it was all about the gore factor and the, uh, it was the terror factor based more on the brutality of gore. What's going to happen to violence. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And it was just, I I just didn't like, I didn't like the idea of just having this 
let's just up the violence to 3000 yeah and show it in detail and that's horror because to me eight i don't think it takes much talent i think it's very bland to just say oh we're just gonna eviscerate somebody and they're gonna be screaming and we're gonna show it all it's like that's (laughs) not that's terrifying because it's gross but it's (laughs) not a subtle intellectual horror movie that's not a, a way to draw in your audience to scare them it's not a way to to loop them around you know um and slowly ensnare them into into fear. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's death and blood. Wow, boom. Yeah, exactly. Like an arm got cut and off. That's, but that's more like not slasher, but like what's the? There's a term for that like genre, like hostile and saw and hostile like and saw. Yeah, those are very much. The, I mean, I guess Freddy and Jason were kind of similar. Yeah, is it Chucky body horror? No, I don't know. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like that gory, just I shock. I don't really, I can't really stand those. You yeah. know, I I much prefer the kind of stuff where it's. But you know what? You know what? Actually, I'm kind of uh, contradicting myself because some of the alien movies started to turn into that. It turned into just this, the alien got you. Ah, it's going to kill yeah. you. Watch how it kills them. Aliens was more action-y than alien. And it was yeah. a little bit more gory. But I, so saying that I loved the Saw franchise. <laughs> really? Yeah. When they were coming up. Yeah. I hated them. I only saw up to four. I think there's seven, maybe eight. Cause Jigsaw, I think is number eight. Is Okay. Uh, saw one through six and then saw 3d and then jigsaw and i think they're done they're probably gonna bring it back who knows but i did like them more because of like the like the there was like anxiety puzzle in every movie like there's gonna be a twist not a twist but like i guess a twist but like there's clues throughout the movie of what's really happening and there's like body horror and gory nasty stuff throughout um, but then at the end, there's some big revelation that like you could have seen, you could have put together if you're watching it close enough. And there's like callbacks to the other movies that they do really well. Yeah, it's interesting. But um, they, I think each one got worse and worse though. Yeah, they did. I don't think they get better with time. Yeah, no. But Saw One was like so, I guess, revolutionary for the horror franchise because a it was just gory crazy. But yeah. the way it told, it was a very claustrophobic story. It basically took place in one room, but with like flashbacks to other locations and stuff like that. Right. Um, but uh, I like Saw 1. Um, but It and Strange Things, I think, are spooky more than they are horror. <laughs> you know what actually... So when I, when I watched Stranger Things Season 1, mm-hmm. you know what actually freaked me out the most? Mm. And it was weird because I was thinking this this is kind of like a scary movie. It's kind of not, but then I actually got freaked out. It was the scene when she under when um, Will Will's mom yeah at Joyce yeah puts the lights together for the alphabet yeah and then it's the scene when he's like run or hop. he spells run run yeah <laughs> and I was just thinking uh, what oh, what and then that shit happened that was. That freaked me. That's when I yeah. was just like, "Oh fuck!" Like, "Oh, that's that's good that, writing right there." Isn't that good? Are you? And it's like, "Run, run, yeah, run, 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 yeah." <laughs> and the lights start blinking, and then the wall. <laughs> yeah, that was. <sighs> and you know that like Will is in the upside down, like warning her because like he obviously knows that something's coming. Oh, that's done so well. Isn't that done that's so like well? the the perfection of like less is more, like just. Yeah. 
make something really creepy happen. But that's what I mean when it comes to the skill part. Like the skill is is that's the skill of the horror of a good horror movie. Yeah, exactly. You know, this, I'm I remember that's Alien. You barely alien. see the alien. It's in oh. the dark, and you just you see a blip on their little uh, their radar thing, and it gets Boop. closer and closer, and then it stops. And you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Boop. And then no boop. Boop. <laughs> and it keeps it slowly keeps increasing as it that's gets closer. Perfect. And then it just disappears. Yeah. And there's a like, boop 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 boop. Yeah. It's just and you can't see anything and and then it like cuts away to someone else hearing that guy scream. <laughs> you just yeah. hear a scream yeah. down the hallway so yeah. you still don't know. And the only sign is like the drool, the acid drool yeah. or or holes in the in the wall yeah like if it punched a hole or something and that's it that's that's all you have yeah no it's and uh jaws i would consider a horror movie jaws was also defining jaws is amazing um, jaws was amazing that that was such a good way to oh man that was you know what the bad part about jaws was Mm. was that it was so good we instantly all feared nature we all feared well, uh, the ocean sucks now. It's like, <laughs> it's like boats and beaches and swimming. Oh my! And then it turned it after Jaws. It went, yeah, fuck boats, yeah. fuck beaches, fuck the ocean, nuke the ocean. We don't need the ocean. <laughs> nuke it from orbit. <laughs> that was um, that was the idea behind it. Right? Yeah, that was the idea behind it. it was just fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm going. There's guys that I was talking to. I think like last week. And at hockey, because the mm-hmm. range of guys goes all the way up to, I think, to, the, to 60. Mm-hmm. And there are guys who were joking about that, just saying, oh, hell yeah. I remember when I first saw Jaws, nobody went in the water for like five years <laughs> Yeah. after fuck. <laughs> then they made fucking Jaws 2 and yeah. 3. That didn't help. Yeah. And 4, I think. And 4. Yeah. People, <laughs> that didn't fucking help. Nobody Which wants. all sucked. I think Jaws 2 is okay, but. Uh, I honestly don't remember. Man, Jaws is so good. Jaws, uh, they did the less is more rule. I think that's part of the reason it was so... Uh, did they? Because I thought they had the big animatronic... They did, but it was barely time. working. So they did not show it nearly as much as they wanted to. Oh, right. It doesn't always work. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, oh, uh, so you're on IMDb right now, and I just saw the thing for Lion King. Apparently that movie sucks. Uh, the new live-action Lion King? I'm surprised the live-action movie is not doing well. Well, it looked good. <laughs> you thought good it looked cast. good? Yeah, like visually. But supposedly the biggest complaint is it looks so real. You can't believe it. You can't, like, it's there's not- no emotions in the animals because they just look like real animals. Just all you need to do is just remaster the originals and put the cartoons in high def, and that's all you need. Mm. That's really all you need. Uh I remember speaking of Timmy, he took me to see a movie called The Gift, mm-hmm. and that was a really good suspense. Uh, Jason Bateman and his wife moving to a new place, yep. and that guy keeps leaving gifts. Yep, that was amazing. Yes, and I want to know if this is classified as a horror movie. It's a drama mystery thriller. Thriller. So I was going to say that's a thriller. It's a thriller, but that was to me like a horror movie. Yeah. It was a to me maybe thriller is just a form of horror movies. Yeah, it's it's a weird. There's a large gray area. Like you could have a thriller horror. Yeah, um, and it was just creepy. And those are the kind of movies that I kind of like because they made me think more about like uh, what is it? Deuces Deuces Machina Machina. Yeah. Um, that wasn't really a horror, but well, that was you, that was a thriller. That was a sci-fi thriller. That's a thriller, right? Yeah. Yes, right. I uh, recently watched that. That was really good. Not 
like the movie I was expecting it to be. Yeah? Yeah. What did you expect? Uh, like, guy goes to this rich guy's place, and there's a robot lady, and the guy who made the robot lady is a crazy, insane psychopath. And it did everything very subtly. So, like, you weren't sure what was going on pretty much until the end. Right, right. Like, nothing really jumped out and surprised you. Like, it all made sense what happened in the end. But it was, a, like, a thriller kind of experience of just what yeah, the fuck. Yeah, like, what is happening? Who do I believe? What yeah. is like? I really like that movie. Because, I like, you put yourself in that guy's situation. Because they made him such a, a normal relatable, guy. Yeah. Or relatable. So you could picture yourself. Like, you don't actively, but you subconsciously, like, what if you're that guy? Like, this CEO guy is really, like, eccentric and weird. And, like, he's hard to get a read on. But then, like, this thing that he's doing is so great and amazing. Wow, it's so exciting. But, like, morally, what's going on? The core, then, of, like, it, the core of it is AI. Yeah. The core of it is, is do you treat this as an entity like a human, something that has empathy yeah. and has the idea of of guilt? Or is it a supercomputer? <laughs> that- <laughs> That's just calculating and computing against you, and it's a chess game. Yeah, exactly. Which... Spoiler alert. But also, is the CEO guy also being super calculating and competing against you or competing against the AI that you have feelings towards and stuff like that? Oh, it was so good. Which, uh, spoiler alert for uh, Three Sex Mahina, but the ending does a beautiful job of not not really letting you decide. Yeah. It ends with violence and, yeah. and horror, but it ends with her walking out in nature and outside and looking yeah. at the sun and smiling and and it's just uh like, is she evil yeah is she <laughs> just did she just want to get out yeah so she has a soul and she thought this was the only way because yeah. they were her captors yep it's very interesting and we keep saying she and it's really an <laughs> instead it. of it <laughs> yeah yeah fuck but like i even call serious she <laughs> really yeah it's just i don't know yeah you you tell me what gender it is, I'll follow. <laughs> Speaking of weird shit like that, mm. do you have the you ever movie seen trailers? Yeah, have you ever seen Cats? The play? Yes. No, have you? No. I have no interest to. Well, that seems like live, the opposite of what I want. There's a live action cats movie. Stop making out. cat paw swipes at me <laughs> while you're saying this. <laughs> um and it's, I did not hear about this. No. And it sounds like something I don't want to know about. It's well. It's going to be a musical. I don't so, think you can play the audio from the trailer on a podcast. Well, that's why my computer's muted. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how that works. Uh, so I'm just showing you the people who are in it. So is it people I would recognize? Uh, Taylor oh, Swift is one. Like how they're walking around us? No, I don't like the way she looks. <laughs> oh no, I don't like. Uh, I don't like this. You don't like this. I hope someone's watching the trailer in sync with my horrible <laughs> reactions to this. Yeah. No, I don't know anything about cats. But um, from what I've seen, it's a bunch of people dressed up as cats. And from what I gather, they are cats. Yes. And I hate it. And, and uh, this looks like it's doing a really good recreation of that thing that I hate. Wait, are they supposed to be actual cats? Yes. They're just played by humans. Yes. Because they look small compared to the rooms that they're in. As if, like, it looks like live action Aristocats. Kind of what I think they're going for. But they are cats. James Corden. Okay. Judy Dench. Sure. 
Jason Derulo. Yuck. Idris Elba. No, why Idris? <laughs> Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, that makes sense. Ian McKellen. No, Gandalf. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Sure, whatever. She can do whatever she wants. Rebel Wilson. Yep, that makes sense. And? Nope, Rebel Wilson is their big closer. And music by, I'm assuming, the person who made the original music. Tom Hooper is directing it. Is that Idris Elba? I believe so. Oh, man. I hate the way they look. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. No, I hate the way they move. They move like cats. You shouldn't move like that. So, I also hate. Choreographer of Hamilton. I hate with a really cool, really real passion musicals. God damn it. Then you're definitely not seeing this. No, God, I am staying as far away from that as I can. But this makes me wonder what's going to happen to the furry world. It's going to be more normalized. You think so? Yeah, now there's going to be theater people into <laughs> furry shit. <laughs> but weren't they always? Because Cats has been around for years. I don't think they got all, like furry with it. They just enjoyed watching Cats. And now they're getting high-def Taylor Swift as a, <laughs> as a furry cat. <laughs> A very little cat. A little fuzzy. <laughs> James fuzzy. Corden. Ah, <laughs> uh, Idris. Yep. You were supposed to be James Bond, not I a know. cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you had the same reaction that I had, where it's yuck. just yuck and what nuke the f- it from orbit. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no, that's the that is the exact opposite of a movie that I want. But I agreed. Same here. But. I think this is going to be a cultural milestone no. for the furry agenda. Agenda? <laughs> I'm sorry, not agenda. The furry movement. Yeah. I think it's already kind of, thanks to 4chan and Reddit, it's kind of just a mainstream term. It's but, something that everybody knows about. But I think it's about to get real casual. See, and this is the thing, though. Like, furry is all about, like... There's going to be a, a like a furry, like a national furry day. How do you know there already isn't? Because we don't celebrate it. <laughs> oh, we don't celebrate it? <laughs> we don't celebrate it. You think it's going to be like <laughs> schools are going to get the day off? <laughs> no, I think it would be, it would just be like any, it would be like, you know, it's not going to be like national hot, hot dog day or something. It's yeah. going to be a bit more than that, but. <laughs> national, national sexy dog day. <laughs> I think it's going to, okay, maybe you won't really get that far, but I think this is really going to do a giant positive movement. I really don't think so. Furries. You don't think so? No, I think it's just uh, it, it, the play cats probably didn't have that big of a thing. It's just going to be that. I think the play cats did, and I think it got it to where it is now, and I think this pushes it over the edge. Over the edge of what? Where it's currently at. Uh, like, <sighs> <laughs> like, when was the last time you went into a sex toy store? Or if you don't want to answer that, you don't have to. Uh, fairly recently, but who was I with? But regardless, you didn't see a lot of furry things, did you? You saw a lot of ap- apparatuses. For some reason, they usually have like smoking apparatuses as well and paraphernalia. Yeah, which I don't understand. <laughs> just they, taboo shops. They just yeah, it's just let's just go whatever vice we can get in here. Let's get yeah. You don't see a lot of furry things. I well for like beads, what would you dildos, see? Vibrators. You see rings. You see. Pumps, you describe see, more things that are in a sex shop. <laughs> you see bongs, you see 
lube you see condoms you see flavored things you see a lot of party stuff for like bachelorette parties yeah and stuff like that like dick-shaped glasses dick-shaped or glasses and hats <laughs> but you don't see a lot of things for furries you what don't see kind of giant, furry things would you see you would need to see a full suit no that's never gonna With be the holes be properly i don't think you know enough about the furry <laughs> oh please educate thing. me please educate me so if you're a furry you have a fursona which is basically like your real life avatar of your fucking animal personality that you want to show the world. So like you could be a blue Fox or you could be like a red hippo or something. I don't know. (laughs) Or you could be this weird amalgamation. (laughs) I would love, I'm not a furry. I'm a slimy, (laughs) but you have like this whole persona and you, I think you like most people, home make their suits so you, you can't just go out and buy the i'm gonna be another red fox that's the hot suit now no you got to be the purple snail i'm the purple snail and my name is snelly the snail but there can only be so many snelly the snails there has to be other do you know what i mean what do you mean Let's just say the fairy community in North America has, I don't know, 1.2 million people, Mm -hmm. right? That's actually really high. Let's put it at like 800,000. So 800. That's a 0.3% right there. (laughs) 800,000 furries in the furry community in North America. Mm -hmm. Out of that number, you don't have enough colors and animals to really keep all 800,000 unique. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So a lot of them are going to be extremely similar, but like there's so many different things. Like my suit has like a little, he has anime eyes where my suit is very realistic fox eyes. And my fox has a big tail. My fox actually has a bunny tail. My fox has so donkey feet, right? I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. It's going to start being a thing where you can get your custom. My snail has a big baboon ass. Next week, I'm going to come dressed up as Snelly the Snail. I'm going to have donkey feet and a baboon ass. (laughs) I'm going to have droopy bloodhound ears. (laughs) And an anteater mouth. I'm going to be a fucking monster. (laughs) I'm going to be the monster from Stranger Things 4. (laughs) What I'm saying... Is that the option to create your suit in one of these stores might be a thing? Okay, so yes, they could have or like, modifiable suits that are appar- like here's the bushy tail section, here's the small so, tail. Okay, section. I was just thinking this. I'm like, there are totally furry type things in sex shops. They got the bad dragon dildos now. Like this one's supposed to represent a, a a horse dick instead of a human dick. Really? This one's supposed to represent a tentacle monster from outer space dick. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. You want to look up bad dragon? On your computer, and we could describe them that we see. Sure, like a tutti fruity colored tentacle that you put in your booty hole. But at the the sex shops, they they already have like cat ears and like furry butt plugs, like the the foxtail butt plugs. Bad dragon. Ooh. Okay, here we go. Oh, everybody, look up bad dragon. It's gonna be your new favorite website. Bad dragon. They have hats. They sell hats. Oh, guys, they got hats now. Look at that thing. Raw berry cheesecake color. Coloration. Yeah, I got new colors. Look at those Demogorgon. dicks. 
that yeah that's their look at the font too for demogorgon they're totally cashing in on stranger things uh yeah yeah that's 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 what the demogorgon's got between its legs uh ten percent off uh rex plush don't know what that is it's a that looks like a a furby furby rex stickers yep july look at that thing what what kind of dicks are those they look really textured i'm sure they feel great sea anemones Ooh, award-winning toys oh i thought that star was one of them (laughs) that's the award (laughs) that's a little painful that is a trophy with a star on the top that looks painful uh so they got an award for the nocturne the echo the pierce and the ika ika is like a tentacle tentacle yeah Uh, it's a little bit more straightforward the pierce looks the most human to me (laughs) from here it doesn't from here from from it looks like melted ice cream from here no this is okay yeah yeah good but like what's weird about it um it's short and thick (laughs) it's very chody it's very chody the nocturne looks like a dog dick (laughs) doesn't it 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 does you and it's definitely colored to like (laughs) the base is not bright red (laughs) the shaft and the tip are bright red so it looks like red rocket so and the echo uh what the fuck is that let's get a normal color i think that's mm, 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 mm. oh wow that what is this the horse Uh, i was gonna say dolphin because echo the dolphin like maybe um let's get a better look here it's about the size of a a beer can it's a little bit taller than a (laughs) than a normal 12 ounce it's almost it's about the size of they actually use a beer can for scale yeah because you know you know what a beer can feels like (laughs) oh my god they're different sizes so the mini size is a little bit over 12 ounces in height of a 12 ounce can the small is about the size of a tall boy oh and then oh my god the that's a medium the medium is bigger than a tall boy beer the medium if you dropped it on an empty beer the large the large is like the size of my swell bottle uh what yeah you, so anyway that's bad dragon wait 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 i, I think I that's enough large. of that i want to see extra large because you know they have one no oh my god they have an xl oh my god this is a glow in the dark that's blue. uh i call that one forearm <laughs> <laughs> that's like forearm size that is the length like, of your forearm yes. yeah that is the length of and your mostly oh. shape yeah <laughs> Yo, so I didn't know you were a big, a big Bad Dragon fan, but... So anyway, those are definitely in sex shops. Nyx? Oh my is that a God. tongue? What is that? I don't know. See, so here's the bright side. The bright side of this is that I'm sure they feel great. <laughs> because <laughs> as long as you're happy. They've is won... that a unicorn horn on the bottom left? A spirally Mystic? rainbow colored? Yeah, it is. That's rad. I just want to get one of those to decorate my apartment. Like it's called a it's it's called a four stage. Four stage. Four stage. I okay. guess I guess the uh, oh firmness. You can have a soft shaft. They're great, man. With a firm They're very base. popular. You could have a medium shaft with a firm base. <laughs> okay, seventy five bucks. You pretty much customize it. A smooth spiral of soft textures curves up the horn. Yep. This is a this is a unicorn. Cool. Oh wait, the descriptions tell you. So the Orochi looks like. Yeah, let's try to guess what it is, and then okay. read the description. Dragon. This is dragon based because it's got like this. It looks oh, scaly yeah, and it looks fiery. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like it's made out of bone or something. It looks like a baby dragon, like a baby dragon's yeah. neck and head, 
right? Gross. Before you stand, before you stands an incredible spectacle of textured pleasure. A thickened ribbed head begins this <laughs> dominant display. Multiple <laughs> curves converge to the tip and blossom throughout the head, bringing a sensational insert. Yeah, that's a dragon. See, here's the dragon. There's a picture of a dragon. Yeah, picture of a dragon. This is good. Okay, what's the Knicks? The Dude, fuck? Is I don't know thing? what that is. What is the Knicks? That's Snelly the snail. That's just <laughs> you're shoving Snelly the snail. <laughs> Snelly the snail. What the fuck is this? Let's read. Let's go down and see if there's a picture. Oh, nope, it's just a picture of it again. <laughs> uh, tantalizing curves and lightly scaled textures feel amazing against your fingertips. A I don't thick know which tail goes a in. A thick tail protruding out, perfect to grasp onto and hold on for grip as your gaze lowers down to an ever welcoming opening. Tantalizing to say the uh, least, you open yourself. You op- You yourself gasp as you dip a finger between the lips of the opening. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Eyes half-lidded, feeling every bit of Stop. sensual textures that line the inside. It's a tongue. Okay. It's a tongue. That you put your fingers into? No. They were just saying that if you caress it and feel it. See, the only firmness is extra soft. It's supposed to be a tongue. Mm. But that's expensive. $95 for just a, a fucking giant tongue? Let's go to a different website or a no website <laughs> and talk about... St- what were we talking about? Furries. We were talking about furries. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, furries are also very into bad dragon. There's definitely bad dragon stuff at sex shops. There's definitely I've cat never, ears. I've never seen bad dragon. I've also never looked that hard. So I don't know. <laughs> but now uh, I know. Cat ears, foxtail plugs, for sure. Like, it's already kind of a thing. It's going to become a huge thing once cat once cats comes out. Like, full-on furry, though? Like I think so. 10 out of 10 furry is going to be a huge First thing? First of all, we're not against... Let's have a disclaimer. We're not against furries. No. We're not against them at all. You do you. You do you. I really don't care. When I worked Um, at uh, GameStop, a guy came in for an interview with his uh, furry uh, collar on that he wears when he's out. What was it? Just a normal collar? It was a leather collar with like studs on it and parts of it had fur. I don't remember. But he took it off and I did not ask him about it but I somehow gathered from him because he told me that he's a furry and it's his furry collar. Why did he tell you that? I don't know. Why did you ask? I didn't. How did you get it? I didn't. I said, hey, how's it going? Can I help you look for anything? He goes, I'm here for an interview. And then I think he took it off and he like put it in his pocket and goes, this is just my collar. I'm a furry, but I think it's I shouldn't wear it for an interview. And I think I said, okay. <laughs> And then he later, see, I don't want to like you don't knock have on to. furries, but I do want to knock on this one guy. So I'm going to keep going to. Oh, okay. He no, asked my manager, uh, who's a petite little sweet girl. Right. Uh, I think it was like her first day doing interviews too. She was a new manager, but our district manager was also there helping. He asked her if like he, when he gets the job, if he could have one of the jobs where he's in the back away from girls and children and my manager just slid her chair back a little bit and hurried through the rest of the interview and then let him go because yuck agreed yeah uh can i just say Mm. i forgot to mention this that happened in uh when i was down at the wedding Mm -hmm. in in washington Mm -hmm. uh west in western virginia about 
some weird fucking shit that happened. So it's <laughs> you're like getting yourself ready to no. say this. <laughs> See, like you may not think it's weird, but I've had this randomly happen to me enough times. It's just I'm not surprised that it happened. So we get back from the wedding. Uh, it's what twelve o'clock, twelve thirty. We get changed out of the out of our formal wear, put on some casual shit like a t-shirt and jeans. Mm-hmm. Meet up with my friends. We go downstairs to the hotel bar where everybody who's still capable of drinking is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're drinking. And my immediate thing was, I am starving. I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm starving and I want food. And I want to eat something. Mm-hmm. So I asked my friend. She says, yes, I'm, I'm hungry too. Let's go. I said, okay. I asked my other friend, a.k.a. her husband. And he said, yep, no, let's go. So we all went, went to a place right next door that was serving food. And we sit down. So at this point, it's like 1, 1.30, I want to say. And they stop serving food at 2 o'clock. Mm. So we're getting food just in the nick of time. I'm so excited. And we're just sitting there. I, I remember I ordered a PBR. And I remember because my friend laughed at me. And I just said, I just need, I just need to crush a beer. I don't want something fancy. I've yep. been sipping on shit all night. I just want to fucking pound something bubbly and cold. So I'm sitting there drinking the beer. My friend... Uh, he's on my right and my other friend, she's on my left. We're at the edge of the bar where like it turns and the bar is kind of busy. It's not packed. Right. Like there's still open seats at the bar. Yeah. So it's not that, but it's a giant bar. There's like three bartenders. It's okay. It's a giant yeah, yeah, long yeah. bar. It's super old school. It's like a traditional old yep. style. Everything's like old wood, wood and yeah. brass, you know, really nice. And I'm just sitting there talking to my friends, blah, 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 sipping the beer. And then an old guy, probably in his mid to late 50s, comes up. Mm-hmm. And he comes up to the right of my friend on my right. So he's at the corner. Mm-hmm. So he's basically almost facing us directly because we're at the right, right. angle. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just in a white t-shirt and shorts. He, I, he's definitely on something. He's fucked up. And he looks at me. And I, I, I know he's looking at me. I'm just like, oh, fuck, so... What is this going to be? So I just, I try to ignore him and just, I drink my beers, let it go. And he keeps looking at me. He, like glancing at you? No, like just face like this. Staring at you. Yeah. Just looking at me. Just studying me in a way. And I was just thinking, oh my God, this is going to get fucking weird. I already know because I've been in enough situations, especially at bars where this shit <laughs> happens. And sure enough, I don't know where he just goes, hey, hey. I say, yeah, man, what up? And he goes, you, you are light. And I said, thank you. He said, no, no, seriously. How, 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 how old are you? And I said, I'm in my thirties. And he said, no. I said, yeah. He said, you look so young. And I said, yep. <laughs> he said, what do you do? And I just went, I just eat well, man. I just eat well. I mean, that's incredible. And I, I was hate this person. Turning away from him, just, yeah, no, thanks, man. Thanks. And I'm trying to just stare at the bartender just to keep talking to my friends. And he just keeps looking. Ugh. And he just goes, How much do you weigh? And I just said, I don't know, man. I don't I don't weigh myself. I, I don't I I know how much I weigh. I'm not Yeah, you're trying to shut this conversation shut the down. Fuck up, dude. I'm just nah, I, I don't know, man. He goes, Okay, okay, man. Man. And then he just gets his beer and he drinks and walks off okay but yeah those <laughs> he wanted to say he could toss you around 
Maybe, but uh, it wouldn't be the first time I've had those moments. Because I've, uh, I've witnessed that exact conversation happen at Tassane in West Hartford <laughs> to uh, one of our <laughs> straight co-workers from Apple. Really? Yeah, there's this dude who looks like Santa Claus um, who always used to go to Tassane, and he kept each week aggressively, more and more aggressively hitting on one of our friends from Apple went there. And then one day he bragged about how he lifts uh like furniture for a job he moves furniture and like sometimes it's like 400 pounds you know pressing against my body and <laughs> he was definitely alluding to the fact that he could twirl our friend around like a baton <laughs> what did your friend say just it's kind of same as you like okay cool all right you know what? and then i forget how but someone uh told that guy that we all worked at apple and, he, and found then he showed up at the Apple store Oh boy! and started talking to him. And that's when he was like, leave now, go away. <laughs> he said that? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was very awkward. And it was very funny up until that point. Up until that point. <laughs> up until it got way creepy. Way creepy. Did I tell you the first time I've been hit on? I was hit on by a guy? No. No? I don't think I've ever been hit on by a guy, but that's okay. <laughs> you never been hit on? <laughs> no. By a guy? Okay. So the first time I got hit on was in 2010. Mm. I remember because it was the first time ever and I was in shock. <laughs> A, because I never thought a, a gay guy would find me attractive. Mm. And B, especially with the way I looked at the time. And B, I didn't know how to handle it. Because so, I've never been hit on so aggressively by a guy. Because guys are fucking aggressive. <laughs> yes. So I was uh, I was in Northern Ireland in 2010. And there were these two girls that were doctors or about to be doctors from England. Nice. And they were our friends, quote unquote friends, from the hostel we were staying at. So we were drinking beers at the hostel together. We were getting to know each other. And then it turned into, oh, let's go dancing. Let's go out tonight. And I, and I was like, yeah, sure. Let's go out. So my friend and I, Stav, mm-hmm. Stav and I yeah. go, yeah, let's go out. You know, we're here. Let's fucking, we want to see shit. So they take they go, oh, you know, there's a club down the street that we know of, blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's a good bar. It was basically, it was actually kind of cool. It was a warehouse with two bars. And that was pretty much it. So it was a DJ. Nice. <laughs> two bars. Like one up on a second level, one on a first level. Mm-hmm. That was it. Nice. Just show up. That's pretty cool. Lights everywhere. So we're dancing. We're getting drinks. We're getting the girls drinks. We're drinking. We're dancing. We're having a great time. And then out of nowhere, like I'm dancing with, with her. I'm dancing with the girl. And then uh, like, I don't know. I did a tour. I did some kind of move where I stopped touching her. And then another guy, like just some random dude, like not like an old guy. He was yeah. my age. But some random guy goes, uh, hey, how you doing? I just went, uh, good. <laughs> Cause I was, What's happening? Yeah, well, I, I didn't know. I was like, oh, everybody's so friendly here in, <laughs> in, 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 in Ireland. So I just went, oh, I'm good, man. How you doing? He's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. He goes, uh, I like how you dance. And I, I said, uh, oh, uh, thanks. I, I like dancing. Everyone's really friendly here. Yeah, I like dancing. And then he's, Did you say that? Yes. Uh, I said, yeah, I like dancing, man. He said, oh, cool. I like dancing too. I was like, uh, nice, dude. Like, I, I, my brain hasn't hooked, caught con- up, connected to what this is. So I was just, yeah, man. Woo, cool. He goes, who did you come here with? And that tricked my. Not my oh, I think I'm getting hit on. He's it was about to ask, who am I going home with? <laughs> no, it, it actually it actually tripped my self defense of something shady. Yeah. So I immediately went, okay, wait a minute, what? 
something shady. Well, I didn't. That, that <laughs> never leave the primary country. location. I'm in a foreign country, and somebody wants to know my my party situation. Yeah, like, who's in my party? Like, no, that's I'm being targeted. Yeah. So I, which I was, but for a different thing. But yeah, so, but so, for a different thing. So <laughs> I, so I immediately went, "What?" And he said, "Who who who are you here with?" I went. Oh, my friends. And I pointed to my group of friends. Uh, everybody's dancing. And they I don't think they saw that I was talking to this guy. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, are, are they? So you're with them? I was like, yeah, I'm actually with her. Because that's when I started to realize, wait a minute. This is way too long of a conversation for just a friendly banter bumping into somebody yeah. or just dancing next to a stranger. And that's when I just thought, start, started thinking... Am I being hit on? I think I'm being hit on. If I'm if I'm not being hit on, then this guy's trying to mug me when I leave because he <laughs> wants to hit. He wants to he wants to rob drunk tourists. Yeah, and this is what he's doing. So I just went, no, I'm with her, and that's when he, that's when I knew he was hitting me because he said, oh, it doesn't look like you're right now. And I just went, oh no no no, and I grabbed her and I started dancing with her. Again. <laughs> Give me your butt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Like I, I need, I need to grind with you right now. Just <laughs> grabbed her, and she was like, "Oh, hi again." I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he was like, oh, "Okay, have fun." I was like, "Yeah, you too, man. Later. Enjoy bye. your dancing that you like." <laughs> yeah, bye. And I kept dancing with her. Wow. And I remember thinking, I just got hit on. Nice. That was really aggressive, and it was awkward because guys in general, especially in America, don't know what that feels like. Yeah. You know, guys are the predators that are just hunting for girls. Just like, <laughs> let's go find bitches tonight, man. You know, just let's go find girls. Ooh. It's just that's Ooh. that's that's the status of guys in America. Yeah. Guys aren't used to uh, oh no, that guy's looking at me. Just yeah. oh no. Yeah. He oh, wants no, that me. guy's looking at me. Oh no, he wants me. Yeah. He wants to talk. You know, so it was a weird place to be in and it wasn't the only time that shit happened. It, I didn't get hit on before that, but before that, I was in uh, Galway. Mm-hmm. And in Galway, the only bar that was open that late at night after we left the hostel drunk was a gay club. Mm-hmm. And the bouncer didn't fucking say that. He just said, <laughs> are you guys looking for a place to go? You guys want drinks? And the two girls that I was with and staff and I said, of course, we're not walking around for nothing. He said, well, a lot of places closed right now, but this place is open and they have drink specials. They have like $3 pints <laughs> and we are three euro pints or whatever. And we went fucking right. Let's go. We go upstairs. And the second I walked in, I knew something was off. Yeah. Because you walk in and it's not, it didn't open up. You walked into like a wall and it went left or right to open up. So I walked in and just the music alone, I would remember thinking like, <laughs> this is really 80s dance yeah <laughs> i was like that's really 80s dance and i went to the right first and there was a table against like looking outside on the street and it was mm-hmm. like a, a great setup i was like oh, i got us a table y'all come over here so we all set up the girls are setting up their stuff putting their purses down and everything and i went hey what do you what do you girls want you want beer said, yeah just grab us pints and i said stav and i will go get drinks so i grabbed stav and i was like oh, let's go man let's go we walk where if we turned left would have been and the second we walk left, the, it opens up to a room. And in this room, it wasn't big. It was maybe the size of like my living room plus this room. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very big. But there was a slight stage. And on the stage was a man. <laughs> this man was dancing. Mm-hmm. With not many clothes on. <laughs> not much clothes on. Um, there it is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember thinking, oh, okay. <laughs> this is... Uh, not the normal bar I go to for pints. Yeah. But uh, okay, let's go get pints. We're here. And I remember that's the second I saw that. I remember looking around 
being like, what is going on? And that's when I looked around and it was, that's when I realized, oh, it's a gay club. You had that Scott Pilgrim moment of the meter and his head goes from totally doesn't get it to gets it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just went, uh, is it aggressive karaoke night? And I remember turning and I was like, oh no, aggressive. those, <laughs> I was like, oh no, those guys are, those guys are making out. Those girls are making out. Okay. That this guy's is- got a mesh t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes um okay this is a this is a gay club yeah and i just went wow i because i've never been i never i never went to a gay i never really i went to like quote unquote gay spots maybe but not really like a gay club yes like spots that have a lot of gays but not a spot that not like as specified like as a oh gay this club. is a gay yeah. club right yeah we went to uh every time i went to tussain with the apple guys it was on tuesday which is See, gay night i never really went to i only went to i've only gone to the Saints at night with my gay friends yeah <laughs> that's the only time <laughs> i've gone but i remember getting the beers and i was getting the beers first of all i love the music it was like whitney houston and or something else and i remember like i, I loved it and awesome. i was I was just like fucking right, dude. And st- <laughs> I think Stav Stav was also feeling it too, because Stav, as you heard, is really into music. He's yes, just, he's like airplane drums perfectly and shit. And I was like, yeah, dude, fucking gay clubs. All right, cool, bud. And like, we got beers. We walked back to the girls. We're all singing and dancing, and it was a good time. But I didn't get hit on at all that night. Mm-hmm. It was just maybe because they all saw us come up as a as a paired up with girls, and they were just okay, cool, whatever. Or there was more competition. <laughs> Or I was just, I was a two in a world yeah. of eights and that was it. But I'm telling you, Northern Ireland, I was definitely more than a two to this guy. And I remember thinking, this is so, yeah, anyways. Nice. So, and ever since then, now I know when I kind of get it when a guy is, is hitting on me now. Yeah, I did. I think maybe I got hit on by that Santa Claus guy. Because he did literally separate me from my group. <laughs> like, he was talking to our group, and then he was talking to me more, and then he slowly moved to cut off line of sight between me and one of the people in my group. And Isolate then we were the against the wall, the and he, he, you know, he's isolating the weak of the herd. Yeah. <laughs> he put his hand against the wall to make a physical barrier between me and my group, even though I could see the rest of my group. And then it was loud, so he kept getting closer to me to talk, so I kept backing up. And then he got closer, <laughs> and I kept backing up. And then I realized I am a solid six feet away from my group. Like, if I reached out my hands, I could not reach the closest person in my group. And I just said, I'm going to go back and talk to these guys now. And I went under his arm. (laughs) I've seen him like five more times there. And I forgot his name now. But I used to just be like, oh, his name is Jay. I'd be like, hey, Jay. (laughs) Like, he was kind of our buddy after that. Really? Yeah. And then he he aggressively hit on one of us. But then then he, are you still friends with him after the whole store experience or no? Uh, the story experience was like towards the end of it. And then we were just kind of like, Hey Jay. <laughs> oh, it's Jay. <laughs> yeah. Hey Jay. Yeah. So no, definitely. And here's the thing. I, I, it's not like I was mad about being hit on or upset, which I don't know why some guys get mm-hmm. other than they are really fragile in their sexuality. But mm-hmm. it made that really put into, into perspective, the closest of what it feels like being a girl. Yeah. In social situations. Yeah, being hit on by a dude. Or at least in that situation of being being looked at as something that somebody else wants. Yes. And being like, uh, this and is scared. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. And also just how do I just tell this person fuck off? And yeah, exactly. now I understand why some girls are just like, fuck off, get away from me. Yeah. And just, it's oh, a yeah, defense no, mechanism. I yep. get it. I get it. But at the time, it took me until 21 years 
to understand a girl's perspective. Yeah. You know? And what's sad is that I feel like that's what's lacking a lot in today's world is the perspective, perspective. of somebody else. Yeah. It's understanding what it's like. It's like this bullshit about the live action Little Mermaid. Yeah. And how it's not going to be a white mermaid. Yeah. Or white Ariel. I saw the best post I saw on it was a girl who said, I grew up with red hair and I was always the outcast, the weirdo with red hair. And then Little Mermaid came out and all of a sudden everybody was jealous of me because I had red hair. And now they're doing it with a black mermaid. And I am so excited for black girls to have the same experience that I had as a girl with red hair. Right. Yep. And I'm like, oh. Isn't that nice? You can't get more wholesome today. Right. But then everybody's just, that's not the mermaid I grew up with. Yeah. I grew up with different. I grew up with a pure blood mermaid. It's just, okay. All right. Relax. A pure blood Irish mermaid. (laughs) (laughs) Re fucking wax. Yeah. But it's just, but it's that. I understand the perspective of of being, of wanting to be represented. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I remember seeing, uh, it's a really good cute movie on netflix it's always be my maybe mm. by ali wong yeah and it's With, uh keanu's in it spoilers oh why did you spoil it <laughs> what it's such a good scene when he shows up anyways <laughs> i didn't spoil how he shows up right still watch the movie because it was really good it's a really good movie but i never i never really considered representation Right, because mm-hmm. I never grew up in a community of minorities. Yeah. I was always just the minority, surrounded by the majority. Yeah. So I never really had anything to cling to as a. Mm. Oh, this is these are my people. This, this is, is my who identity I am. kind this of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I've never. I've always just been like, no, I'm the black sheep in the crowd because I know I'm the minority here. Mm-hmm. And seeing that movie was really different because it was just, oh, there's a lot of Asians in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was, but it. I can't really connect to it because I'm not from an Asian family. I'm not from an Asian community. Right. Like in the movie, they are. It's not the same. Yeah. So exactly. I like the representation of this. Oh, cool. Like the standards representation of this. Oh, you know, an Asian guy is considered desirable or accepted in this community or this and that or this is okay and like oh look this person can be successful and this and that yeah. which I liked a lot but. I don't actively think of my representation of as, oh, I need to see this because there's Asians in it. That's mm-hmm. not what I think at all. I think it's weird when there's no Asians and stuff. If it's like, if the last time, if the last samurai took place in Ohio and it was all white people, I would be a little. <laughs> I mean, last samurai was weird that it was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, and half the Asian dudes in it spoke without an accent at all. Right, right. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it was just. I, I don't think of it that way. I don't, but that's, that's me and I'm from a different time and I understand that I come from, I, in my opinion, I had to grow up in a harder time of trying to be recognized and find my own self-worth mm-hmm. compared to today. Yeah. Because I didn't have the internet in the same way. I didn't have people I could reach out to. I didn't have avoid that if i yelled and screamed out in desperation or sadness there were people that would respond right you know unlike today you know it's easy it that's that's the primary yelling part about twitter is that every group that feels marginalized and disrespected and lost and beaten down can find the others in that community and connect across the world yeah and that's how you have people coming together for you know uh what's his name eric gardner i think mm-hmm 
Uh, what's his name? The guy who was who was killed by the police. I was going to say that's the guy who's killed by the police, right? Yeah, and yeah. you have this giant outreach together throughout the entire nation, if not the world, for justice because yeah, people, everybody who's ever felt that feeling of injustice is coming together because mm-hmm. they can find each other. And I come from a time where you didn't have that. It You're was right. if you had no friends, you had no friends. Yeah, like if I couldn't find people to sit with at lunch. Because I didn't have friends. I just found a spot where it wasn't too obvious that I didn't have friends and I had to sit down and eat and just turn on my music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that was it. So I feel like for me, it's a little, I'm a little curmudgeon y of, you know, get off my lawn because (laughs) I've been through that. Yeah, exactly. And it's a little bit, it, it's just I had to persevere through that. Yeah. So I'm not just where's my representation because I'm just like well fuck it I lived and just that's it. It's just <laughs> you don't need representation. <laughs> but like well not that but yeah but you know what I mean. It's just like I survived this yeah. and I don't now look for it in the same way. But I understand why people are. Yeah. It, it makes a lot of sense. A lot of people need that because if I was a kid in today's world, I would love to be seeing that. I would love the fact that always be my maybe is a top selling or top selling it's a top viewed top thing thing on Netflix, yeah, yeah because in my time it was just kung fu movies yep it was jet lee yeah <laughs> right that was it <laughs> it was a little bit of jackie and a lot of jet lee movies because that's when jet lee got big yeah and that exactly. was it that was all i had for asian representation was just <laughs> oh you're a kung fu master and that's it exactly and it, that was such a stereotype for so long yeah and that was it yeah i think before that it was maybe just the nerdy asian kid yep so that was the yeah, only kung fu and math, <laughs> and that was the stereotype, somewhat racist stereotype that was held to me when people yeah. saw me, and it was just, well, no, I like hockey, <laughs> and I suck at math. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, what do you mean you play hockey? Like and hockey and pasta. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what threw people off. Yeah. I still get it today at times when in yeah. a hockey game, if I have my name on my jersey and take the helmet off at the end to shake hands. What? Yeah, people would just go Di Tommaso, and I go Di Tommaso, and I go oh, Di Tommaso. All right, cool. Like. <laughs> I forgot that you played hockey in Italy. Di Tommaso, Di Tommaso. Oh, Di Tommaso. That happened in Italy. Both times I've been, uh, I've been in Italy three times now. Uh, no, two times. Oh, yeah. You've been to Italy? Twice. Nice. Backpacked with Stav and then with my family. Um, both times, there's been times when I they saw my ID or my credit card. They went, Di Tommaso, no Di Tommaso. And I went, yeah, Di Tommaso. They said, no, Di Tommaso. And I t- put out my, t- show my passport and my driver's license. They go, oh, Di Tommaso. Conversations with only your last name. <laughs> Repeated well, by both Because parties. they don't have good English and they know I don't speak Italian. Right. So they usually, so they usually just, they, they're in shock. Yeah. So they go, Di Tommaso. I go, yeah. Um, yes, Di Tommaso. And I yeah. laugh. I laugh. I go, Di Tommaso. Yes. Si. Si. Right. <laughs> No, no, Di Tommaso. It's like, see, see, Di Tommaso. It's like, oh, Di Tommaso. Then then they're happy. Then they're happy about it. I can picture this Italian dude. (laughs) Always old. Yeah. (laughs) Always old. Always super skeptical and surprised. What? What? That's it. This cannot be. Yeah, exactly. It's that. It's just, no, no, Di Tommaso. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. So. I forgot to tell you, or maybe, yes. no, I told, I texted you. I went to Bar Pizza in New Haven. It was awesome. You texted me and asked me what you should get. That's right. Oh, did I te- text you? And I you, said garlic mashed potato bacon pizza. Which I got. So I went in there and I looked for that on the menu. And the menu only has pizza and then here are the toppings. You, you have to get. get the toppings on it. And and I said, do you have any specials? And he goes, we're known for the garlic mashed potato bacon. And I'm like, yes. Okay. That's what I was looking for. Give me that. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. We got that and a uh, and a cheese. It was and so good. Thoughts. So good. So good. It was so good. 
how is it thought give me more than just good give me thoughts about that so compared now to you know what it's like to be my girlfriend yeah yeah so good so ah so mm, good ah uh, yes <laughs> mm, <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. um the it was like the perfect amount of like greasy like the mashed potato one like it was it had that like garlic whatever oil grease whatever oh, mm. yeah the mashed potatoes were real soft and flavorful the crust was nice and thin but had like a nice like a crispness to it not like a crunch but like a instead yeah. of a yeah um mm. yeah it was good uh you know pizza's really good when you could just eat the, you get to the crust and you're like hell yeah yeah and you just have this little crust and that's what you did with bar yeah so and then the pizza was the cheese was great how does so how does i'm sorry continue a really good like mixture of really good that really good color where it's like it becomes orange because of the red mm. sauce and the light cheese and mm. it was just like one unified it was like a marble but did red it slide and, off like cheese does sometimes um a, a little bit like the uh, uh, the like little tiny strands mm. not like a goop okay but okay yeah nice compared to crust bar is so, number one which is the garlic mashed potato bacon Versus crust, sunny, white. Two very different pizzas. Yeah. Extremely, they're almost the polar opposites. Yeah. My style is bar. Like that's, really? to me, a perfect pizza. Really? Yeah. So you liked it more than crust? Yeah. Yeah. Crust was such a good meal and very delicious. And I would probably say it tasted better than bar. But like, when, bar I, hits rate, home. when I rate a pizza... Bar is like one of those 10 out of 10s. When crust as a pizza is like a 9.9 out of 10. Because <laughs> it's just it's so different. It's like, yeah, this is delicious, but it's like you're kind of off there doing your own thing. It's right, like good right. for you. You made an amazing thing. Right. But like as far as pizza goes. And then I'm uh, house sitting for my parents in Granby. And there's that little place I told you about. You which was in Simsbury, now in Avon, Little City Pizza. I still stand by after having it the other night. That is the best pizza I've ever had in my life. That is a 10 out of 10. Mm, it's so good. It's totally New Haven style, so you would like it. I also, when I went there to pick it up, they don't do delivery, so I had to go there to pick it up. As I was walking out of the door, I got directions to your house just to see how far it was, and it's 20 minutes. So it's fairly close to here. Okay. And we got to meet up there sometime. We should. We definitely should. Saturday. What is what is their signature that you that, that they're known for? They have uh, one called the Little City. Okay. That uh, let me pull it up. You real don't quick. even know what it is because I don't remember the type of cheese that's on it. Um, what are the other things that are on it? Uh, as I type it, I will describe <laughs> it. Here I go. I am now going to start saying the words that describe the toppings that are on it in just a moment. It is found it. <laughs> um, so their picture online is not the most appetizing looking thing. It's a white pizza. Okay. It's grilled chicken, melted leeks, which I didn't know that was on it until I looked up to tell my dad what was on it. I don't know how that incorporates into the pizza. I know it's delicious and I can't like you take a bite and there's no like, mm, that was a vegetable. Like it's weird. Melted leeks. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, Artichoke hearts, Ooh. Mm. Ooh. roasted garlic spread, fontina and Romano cheeses. 
it's real good my mouth is watering real hard right now that one is a new one that i not it's new to me that i've been getting recently i feel like i can already figure out the taste in a way the Mm -hmm. only thing i can't put a hand on is the leeks i did not know leeks were in it and i now knowing the last one time i had it was after i realized there were leeks on it i can't pick them up i'm assuming the the cheese has a sharper bite to it yep it feels like more of a it's like a I would have guessed like a Parmesan before right. I knew it was Fontina Almost like a nutty sharpness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. You got that. The chicken art, is just chicken. Chicken is chicken, so it's going to give it like girth yep. or texture. Yes, and like a hardiness. Yes, the artichoke hearts are going to give it a... Here's the thing. The I, artichoke hearts and garlic sauce, beca- the garlic spread, kind of become one. And the garlic spread is like a creamy, like it's... Is it roasted garlic? No, it's a, it's like a cr- like creamy, like literally creamy, like so like almost creamy? an Alfredo kind of, but like very thin. It's almost like a garlic that's been melted in like a a really thin cream sauce or butter. Okay, but it's kind of congealed with all the other things, and it's soaked up into the artichoke hearts. And the artichoke hearts are about the same size as the chunks of chicken, so like they're pretty. But they melt. Hearty in it. Chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, they melt. They're like non-existent. And I feel like the leeks would give it a little bit of an earthiness. I guess I I can't tell. I got to taste it. I got to taste it's it. It's good. Taste. We got to go taste. there. Yeah, we have to. go. And I also, I've I've eaten. I've had well over a hundred pizzas from this place and i've had a cheese twice because their specials are so good their barbecue chicken pizza is amazing they have a fennel sausage and caramelized onion pizza Mm, that is so good their mashed potato is really good very different than bar though they use prosciutto instead of bacon uh and they have little a very light sprinkling of corn like each slice of pizza has like maybe five or six corn kernels on it why don't we Go there uh, on Saturday. <laughs> go on Saturday to Ooh. hot yoga, oh. and then, and for th- for dinner, we go to Little City Pizza. Maybe. <laughs> oh, now we can circle back what you said. Save it for the podcast earlier because we had this long argument about there's no way in hell I was going to hot yoga last week because I said I'm doing overtime. You're Wednesday, doing twelve Thursday, hours. Friday, yeah, 12 I'm hours doing twelve day. extra hours. Yeah, twelve hour days. Um. I did that. Okay. And then I had Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. Okay. I did not go to hot yoga on Saturday. And boy, am I glad I didn't. Because <laughs> I decided on Friday night, they're Big like... Breakfast. Big breakfast. No. No. Uh, on Friday night, they decided, hey, we need more help. Unlimited overtime for the next seven days. So I came in on Saturday and worked eight hours. I came in on Monday on my day off and worked 12 hours. Yesterday, I worked 12 hours. So an additional four hours today what's today thursday yes yes uh wednesday i worked 12 hours today i'm like i can't i can only do eight because i'm also dog sitting i can't be at work for 12 hours and then come do this for like an hour and a half two hours and like my dog is gonna shit all over the kitchen (laughs) i'm not gonna make her do that right and then tomorrow i'm doing 12 hours so today is the only day since we last spoke, besides Saturday, that I didn't work 12 hours, Saturday's the only day I had off. So does that mean that your credit card debt has been It's getting real away? close. Really? <laughs> I did the math. I'm making more than double on this paycheck from Dude. this one week of overtime. Do you think you're going to credit card debt be gone? No, but it's, uh, it's there's going to be like one more chunk and it's like 
overtime season's coming up. October to January is basically unlimited overtime. You're gonna so credit card debt's gonna get crushed. Oh, it's gonna get crushed, and I'm gonna treat myself. I'm gonna do so much overtime because like this week, it's been real draining. But yeah. it's a different kind of draining because the reason normally they would be sending people home early during July, but they just had this whole new thing happen where they just need a lot of help because a lot of people are calling in. But it's going to die down. It's going to be a nice little break. I got uh, camping coming up. We planned another camping trip. For uh, this, yeah. Two in one year. Yeah. Uh, in October. So okay. it's going to be like a fall camping. Oh, and then it's that's going to be nice. Yeah. It's oh, nice. yes. Yeah. It's going to ramp up again. Uh, it's going to be busy, 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 busy. And then Christmas and then slow ramp down until like February. I don't even know what I'm going to be doing for a job in six months. Yeah. Not even six months, three months. I don't know what I'm going to be doing for a job in three months. Yep. But uh, uh, so this overtime has been very draining, but like not that bad. And when it gets to the real overtime season, October through December, it's going to be a piece of cake overtime. It's just uh, the same normal stuff that we do all year. Just a lot more of it because Christmas Yeah. or this is completely different because I don't want to get too into it, but right, right. it's different. You can tell me off air. It's something very specific. <laughs> so does that mean you're in for hot yoga? So here's the other thing. Since we last spoke, I've had one day off and one day where I didn't work 12 hours. And and then I have, I'm working 12 hours tomorrow. And then I have Saturday off and I have to work on Sunday. And then I'm working Monday through Friday. So like, I definitely want to get pizza on my day off. <laughs> and I, I would love for you to do hot yoga on your day off. <laughs> But we need to earn that. We need to earn that pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've earned it, though. <laughs> With the thing that I just described to you. <laughs> but I also, I want to help my parents out. There's a lot of chores that need to be done around the house. And, you know, working 12-hour days, it's kind of hard to get to those. Yeah. It's, so It's hard to live on 12-hour days. Yes, it really is. I wake up, I go to work, I come home, I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, um, it's rough. It's rough. But it, it feels so good. I know that paycheck is coming. How funny is it going to be if... They, oh, it's not going to be funny. But if they fuck up your paycheck and it's... Uh, like, how funny is it going to be when I just inch myself up into the next tax bracket and there's like, <laughs> we're going to take away half that overtime with taxes. Ooh. Worst case scenario, that just means my uh, tax refund next year is going to be a little juicier. Hopefully. But whatever. Hopefully. Um, that is the goal. But I think I'm going to have to do a bunch of chores around the house. You do hot yoga, we'll meet up for pizza, because boy, oh boy, do I want you to try this pizza. And I'm really nervous for you to try it, because like you might not like it as much as I do. It's also like a staple of my family. I've been getting it since we moved to Granby, so like 10 years ago. And it's just like, it's our Friday night pizza place, so it's so close to my heart, but boy, oh boy, is it tasty. <laughs> mm, yeah. I feel like for us to have pizza there, we need to do an adventure together. Like hot yoga. <laughs> that was a girthy pause that you had there. No, I just can't. Like it's it sounds more stressful than relaxing. Like it's because you never done it. Like just, the sauna. I'm glad I did it. I'm done. <laughs> like that was not a pleasant experience. <laughs> That's me and uh tough mutters. Yeah. I did one tough mutter. I 
borderline blew out my left knee. Yeah, cross that one off the list. Like, I've done. I that don't now. need to do it again. I yeah. know what it feels like. I know the adversity. Of, don't get me wrong. It was so cathartic. Mm-hmm. Like I like I still refer to that as being the. I think the most active physical pain for the longest amount of time I've ever been in. Mm. Um, and like f- while you were doing it or like the post? No, pain. while I was doing it. Yeah. It was just, I was limping for, I think over six miles. I think seven miles I was limping Yeah. while I ran. And then I'm picking, I'm carrying logs up and down rocks. And then I'm. I feel like I would just be crying. <laughs> and I'm jumping into an ice pool that they made. So it's so cold. You can't breathe. And you have to swim underneath a stanchion like a fucking video game. And then you have to dive, high dive into the middle of a pond and swim back. And then you have to like run. And then they have like a, a, they have like a swamp area set up and you're in the swamp with branches and trees and you have to like go underwater underneath the trees. And then they have, uh, there's so much swimming. They have, uh, uh, like they have half ramps. They have to climb up with no assistance and they have Berlin walls, just giant flat walls. You have to get over then at the very end, they have, uh, oh, yeah, I had to, like, balance over another pool. I had to monkey bar up straight and then down across another pool. Um, I had to uh, run through fire. They have a fire field. So they light the field on fire, and they control it, and you have to run through that and Jesus. deal with the smoke. And then they have, like, live cattle prods at the end, like what? electric wires. What? So you get, like, shocked if you touch them. Did you? No, thankfully. Yeah. No, my friend got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> stav oh not stav wasn't stav because stav stav uh stav got injured stav had to get medevaced out on like mm. mile four i think jeez yeah they had to put him on like an atv or something and like bye stav <laughs> like, so i guess my version of that is working 32 hours of overtime in a week <laughs> <laughs> it's it was it was brutal no i forgot who i was with they got fucked up it was it wasn't mike was it mike i think it was no it was i don't think it was mike dude went down Dude was like, because you hear them, they're alive. It's just, <laughs> and they're all hanging. It's just like, okay, we just gotta run through it. We just gotta run through it. We just gotta go. We just gotta go. We just gotta go. And thankfully, by then, I think I was covered with so much mud that you probably couldn't even feel it. Yeah, but one of them, one of my friends, it hit his face, like his cheek, and it blew. It like knocked him down. And then when he got, he got blown down. And when he got blown down, he reached out and he got zapped all over. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, ah, fucked up. Going down. He had to get up. He's like, ah, fuck, 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 fuck. He's like That's not like a real thing, though. That's not like a real wilderness survival combat situation. <laughs> Tough Mudders aren't, I don't think they're made to. Tough Mudders just made just to be difficult. Just suck. Just made to be difficult. Yeah. yeah. That's really it. Just made to be <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Um, had to crawl through, uh, they had like holes, like tunnels that they dug underground and you had to go through underground in the dark. Oh no, no, no. And it was like, it's only big enough for you to be like on all fours, like stomach crawling. Yeah. I remember the girl in front of me had a panic oh, attack. Man. Yeah. I'm having a slight panic attack. I think I told you this to and this. like her boyfriend had to come back and her, him and I had to talk her through moving forward and I was trying to be nice. Like, you know, we're all here with you. We trust me. You're not alone. There's actually like 13 people all in here. Um, so like, let's get, get <laughs> let's, it going. <laughs> let's keep moving. And, you know, and then he it, came it was back. that long. You could fit 13 people in the same time. Yeah. It was like windy. Yeah. It wasn't like a straight thing. It was like down, left, That's, straight, right. S- was curve. it just raw dirt hole or were there like supports or something? It was a dirt hole. Like it was just dug out of the dirt, dug out of the dirt. And then you come out. And then when you came out, there was, you were essentially at like neck 
like chin level water and then there was a pipe filled with water that you could go under and come out the pipe and climb out or if you wanted to just trudge through the water at that level and then get out over rocks you can and climb yourself out then her boyfriend came back in the tunnel and was like what's wrong are you okay and she was like i can't breathe i can't breathe and i was like i don't think she likes being in here and he was like oh <laughs> i don't think she likes being in here <laughs> that's my assessment i didn't say like that but i did say something along those lines of just i don't think she's having a good time in this tunnel and uh he was like okay it's okay it's okay take your time you know it sucks like you just gotta do it there's no other option that's the beauty of hot hot yoga that's the beauty of tough mutter you just have to one foot in front of the other just keep moving you need to survive just move I get that, you know, and it was, I feel like you've given me that feeling that I would feel doing these things in my heart now. Like I could picture it. So I'm good. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. And it was, it was cool. Cause she overcame that. And I watched her like take that little demon of, of fear and anxiety. And she just like squeezed it mm. and she just like put it down in the ground and just kept moving. And she kept, and then you looked at it and you're like, oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> and <he> kept going. <laughs> But but did she like snap out of it and like start going at she normal didn't snap. speed, it, or to, did she, it was baby steps? We had to baby step her, and then near the end when she saw the light, she was like, "Okay, okay, I could do this, I could do this." And he was like, "Yeah, you could do this." You was could it like do this. pitch black in there? Yeah, um, they had like holes from up top, so like watchers could spot in case something happened. But, like, what would you do if something was, happened? But it was like pitch. Oh, you would call for help and evacuate the tunnel and send people in to get somebody out (laughs) something but like they had like um that was the only light you had in there so it was pitch black until you turned a corner and then there'd be like a little ray of light coming from up top that was shining down and it's because somebody was up up above yeah in case it was like we need help looking right above blocking the light (laughs) and that was pretty much it that was the only light you had but there was no light forward so forward was just somebody's shoes and ass and that was it (laughs) that was it if you were that close which we ended up being because we got plugged up in that tunnel because of her but she was like, okay, okay, like crawling along. And then she eventually, when she saw the light, was like, okay, okay, I could do this. Uh, yeah, I'm out, I'm out. And I was like, yeah, you did it. Woo. Did Stress. It. And then just like running past her. <laughs> okay, yeah, bye. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. It was just, yeah, you got this. Keep going. <laughs> Glad you had that experience. Yeah, you know, I don't need to. How do it long again. was it? 10 miles. Like a length uh, time. I started at, I think, 10. Mm-hmm. I ended at four. Yuck. So I was basically running and doing obstacle courses for, what, six hours? Were you, like, sore after that? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I couldn't... I could barely drive my car because I drive a stick shift. Yeah. And I had to, like, push. Uh-huh. I, was just, ah, ha, ha, ha. Just like, <laughs> I was actually, like, popping out of... I was. I remember. I was trying to skip third, to just pop over to fourth because I couldn't. Because you didn't want to ex- shift that. Many I couldn't times. do an extra shift. Yeah. Because straightening my leg was so painful. Yeah. That's and dangerous. Like, what yeah. if you had to break real hard? Uh, my right foot would just <laughs> just come over. Hello, Siri. Um, but that was no. I was. I was messed up. My legs. I was fucked. I could. I was limping for I think five days, maybe a week. I was limping and then I had tendonitis in my left knee. Didn't go away for two months, three months. I had to do spin class to really work it back. Yeah. Um, it's like, uh, when I went on that dumb, dumb hiking trip like a year ago, Yeah. I like could not walk. Well, just like when you went on the dumb, dumb hike and I did tough mutter, I was not prepared for what it was. 
I thought it was right. going to be all strength based because yeah. they said obstacle courses. Like I need to be strong to overcome. Yeah. So I was doing weightlifting. I didn't do any cardio. Yeah. And then it was just, oh no, you're running in between. It's yeah. 10 miles. And it's just, oh my God. And it's, by the I'll way, walk. up a ski mountain. Ugh. And I was just, oh. So I'm Every running. Every bit running. of detail you add makes it sound more horrible. I'm running fucking hills. Yeah. And the worst part was the beginning start was immediately up a sharp hill, turn around, come right back down, turn, and then there was the ice pool. So immediately you had to climb up this like wood ladder, jump in filled with ice you can't breathe they're all screaming at you to breathe so you remember to breathe because you don't your body just doesn't do it breathe <gasps> go under come out i remember my stav he was so numb when he went to get out like climb out he couldn't control his arms and he just like slid and he sliced himself up and so he was, he was bleeding in the first five minutes of the race. and i and you're covered so your socks are ruined yeah. so you're gonna get rashes you're gonna get shit like that it's gonna fuck up so cool. now your shoes are fucked all your clothes are fucked and now you just started and now you have to climb up the hill run now down all your clothes are wet yep. <laughs> and you got nine and a half miles to go and then the second obstacle course was barbed wire so you had to uh like belly crawl up a hill under barbed wire for obstacle two so how long how long was it? Yeah, like I don't remember. feet. I don't remember. Yeah. You real quick after that like water bath and you get out and you just started the fucking race, mm-hmm. the marathon, you just go, This is different. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be an experience. And then the next obstacle course, after you run for like five minutes and then you turn the corner and you see a line and it leads to like ten to twenty, I think it was like ten or twenty rows of barbed wire columns, people going up a hill. And it was just, okay, we're getting dirty now. So you have to get down. Now you're immediately dirty and muddy and it's going down your shirt and shit like that. It's like, okay, now we're dirty. Then you run some more for another 10 minutes and you keep going up the, up the ski mountain like you're going up like this, left to right, <sighs> left to right. And then the next one was the the wood carry, which I remember because that's when I was thinking, I'm wet, I'm dirty, and now they want to kill us. Because you had to pick up like a wood, a wood log, put it on, like somehow carry it however you wanted. Yeah down a rock crevice and then up a rock crevice and then you had to dump it off and then you had to run and then go run downhill and that's when i remember like oh my knees hurt (laughs) (laughs) running downhill sucks yeah but that's when i was like because that impact and that's when i remember thinking i was in line picking getting choosing my log (laughs) and i remember thinking just they want to kill us and I said it. I said, so they want us to just hurt ourselves, right? Because this this is the farthest thing from safe. Yeah. The, the farthest thing from safe. Seriously. Forward. Like you trip and a high chance of you dying. Yeah. And it, I was just, this is this is really, okay, okay. Well, well I'm going to walk down the rocks and hopefully don't fall with this fucking giant thing of wood. Yuck. Yeah. Um, and did they have like staff doing this? Or was it like doing volunteers? It? Like they have staff, all the watchers, they don't, they don't, and then a watch. There's watchers and medics. So they told you. So at the beginning of, oh yeah, first of all, to start, uh, there's a Berlin Wall. Mm-hmm. It's not a high one, but it's a Berlin Wall to start because they want to encourage the community of teamwork. Yeah, help. So people it starts off with if you want to get to the start line, you got to cross over the Berlin Wall, and mm-hmm. it's in the middle of a mud pit. So you walk <laughs> into the mud. It's like, ooh, my shoes are stick. We uh, duct taped our shoes. Because um, we knew it would get muddy. Yeah. And we knew that the sucking of the mud would start yeah. pulling your shoes off. You don't want to have loose shoes. Yeah. So we duct tape everything. I remember we were walking thinking we were smart to have duct tape. And then we had to climb the Berlin Wall and jump into another mud pit. And then we all had to take a knee, put a hand in the mud, and put it on our hearts or whatever. And like, 
just and like they were, they went through a whole speech about why because Duff Mutter is in partnership with um, what is it? I forget the project, but it's for uh, wounded veterans. Okay, yeah. So it's all about we're doing this together to overcome the difficulties as a team because mm-hmm. we are here for to help each other as a community. Mm-hmm. And um, part of it though was like the rules, and it was like only thirty seconds of the actual. This is good. This is a serious obstacle course. You, it's very probable people will be injured. It mm-hmm. happens every event. This is what this is what you do when that happens. There's medics at each obstacle course, and there's like uh, like signals like single s- signal people in between. So if you need help, you can stop and ask. But if an incident occurs or an injury happens, you put an X in the air to mark a spot where you need like like medical support for somebody. Mm-hmm. And people were doing it. All over. There was a guy who broke his leg, I think. Oh, at the Tough Mudder, yeah. But like you, you sign it, and then somebody comes over. They try to help out, and then if they need it, they walkie-talkie in an ATV. Mm-hmm. ATV comes up with a board. You can put yep. on a board. You can put on the ATV. They drive you out. Everybody else, keep going. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Well, I'm stressed out now, <laughs> and I need to go get started on my Snelly the Snail costume. <laughs> but what if you did a Tough Mudder? Oh, I would die. Remember when I. <laughs> walked up and down a mountain <laughs> but that was with like a backpack yeah 42 pounds that's a lot of weight yeah what if you walked with no backpack what if i ran through barbed wire and an ice bucket and an obstacle course and a berlin wall which there's no chance of me doing i literally there were parts of what you were describing i could be like that would suck to do but i could probably do it i might be too girthy to go through that hole <laughs> uh the ice i might pass out I cannot get up a Berlin wall. I cannot do uphill monkey bars. Like I can maybe swing to a parallel one, but I cannot lift myself to a higher one. Like I would, there would be so many stopping points for me. I remember I was so mad at the monkey bars because I was in so much, because the second I jumped up and yeah. grabbed one, uh, I now know my body's connected in a certain way because I now understand my muscle groups. I didn't know why, but when I reached up and grabbed my entire lower body seized like that. Yeah. Like I went from like this to just ah, like yeah. that. And I just went, I, I, I <laughs> Making just, a fist with your feet. <laughs> my my legs seized up. Yeah. Because my whole lower body just fucking yeah. locked up. So I reached up and grabbed. Was not expecting that. I just went, ah. And I was hanging. And <laughs> <laughs> Did you scream? Yes. And I was yelling with each grab. I was like, ah, ah. Ah. Jeez, ah, man. Grab it. do that. And at the end, I couldn't unlock my feet. Because I was so seized up, so I had to fall and just collapse. And that's when, like, one of the medical people pulled, dragged me aside and gave me salt because he saw that my legs were. Uh, it was a symptom like of smelling salt. No, like, uh, like a I, salt packet. Salt packet. Yeah. Because uh, he's that, that's a sign of dehydration. Yeah. So he gave me salt. He was like, "You'll be okay." A, no, that's a jack shit. But <laughs> and B, it's disgusting and it's not refreshing to have salt on your tongue yeah. when you're dehydrated and you're in the middle of exerting yourself. But anyways. So my legs are locked up and I'm punching them to try to unlock them. And as I'm doing it, there's this giant 210 pound fully ripped dude with no shirt on with like a war bandana with like war paint on his, on his face. And he's doing the monkey bars as I'm like, like shaking on the ground, punching (laughs) my legs. And he stops in the middle, swings to look out to the side and grabs another monkey bar and starts doing pull-ups. Oh my god! And then he yes, said, I love that guy. And then he just starts yelling. He goes, ah, just in the middle of it. And there's a whole bunch of people on the side watching. They're like, woo! 
<laughs> like cheering him on. He's like, ah, 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 ah. Then he's like, kept swinging, just ah, ah. He's skipping a bar at a time. And he got cocaine. To, <laughs> got to the end, like jumped, leaped, landed, and just started sprinting and just kept going. Cut a guy's throat and kept going. <laughs> I was so mad. I was just this fucking asshole. This fucking asshole. <laughs> just yeah. This guy just being a fucking Goliath. I remember that. I remember that. But I was also I remember feeling the sense of community being helped up by the Berlin walls by strangers. Yeah. Do you just throw me over the half wall? Just just helping others. And that felt so good. Mm-hmm. There's like a rope wall to get through the forest, and you have to like. Once you get to the other side, you switch spots with somebody. You have to like grab the rope and lock your feet into the bottom ropes and wrap your legs around and pull with everything you got so you can keep it taut. Oh, yeah. So you can climb it and come down. And they're stepping and mud's going in your face and your mouth. And you're just like. You're helping them out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, how about this? Because we're all about Chris doing things, right? Remember last episode? Sure. Would you rather do a tough mutter? Don't give me that. Or would you rather get shot in the chest or hot yoga? (laughs) Would you rather take a bad dragon up the ass or hot yoga? (laughs) Speaking of which, I need to go get started on my Snelly the Snail costume. Okay. All right. All right. I'll see you at Pete's on Saturday. Okay. (laughs) Bye.